You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome back to another episode of the Ratchet Ramblings Podcast presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. I am one of your hosts. I am Jeremy. I go by Black Dante on Twitter. That's all you really need to know. But I do have an AKA for today. AKA, the baby security team is nothing more than decorative towels in human form. And with that, I'll throw it to my friend and my co-host. Hey everybody, it's Candice. You know me on all social media at the moment. It's not so newlywed PC. But that might be changing um, since we're shelving not so newlyweds for a while. Um, <laughs> Twitter ain't gonna give you back your old account though. They said no. Yeah, that's a fact. Nah, somebody already. Well, somebody actually has my original intense desire name, which I don't want back because those were some spooky times <laughs> 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 in my life. <laughs> hey, come on, hashtag growth. Spooky times. <laughs> it was spooky back then. Mm. Um, but. We are back for another week. I, I don't have no AKA. I just want to know why the baby is wasting money. If he's mm. going to constantly keep putting his hands on people, what do you have a security team for? Just, oh, take, your, just take your lawsuits and go. I know, right? That's, nah, that's, talk about pending lawsuits. I mean, if he just want to give some money out, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, hit him in the eye with a phone. I want to be, I want to be his security because they clearly don't do shit. You, they listen, just you, there for decoration. You get paid to just stand around. I want to be paid to be decoration. Yeah, that sounds like. Hey, I mean, what can you do? Sounds anyway, like the American dream to me. If you, in case you didn't notice, we have a special guest. Um, not, not really a guest. More like a friend of the show. Um, and friend, family of the show, friend the and family of the show. Yeah, everybody. Mike is here from the Manga X Manga podcast, which a new episode will be dropping this week, and it will actually be fully launching. Um, unfortunately, Curtis passed away the same week that Manga X Manga premiered. Um, so we gonna we gonna push Mike forward this this week coming up with a new yes. episode um, that really deserves to be heard because. Um, I think Mike is a good person to show that not all black people who watch anime, especially men, are fucking weirdos. <laughs> right. right. That's what I really appreciate about Mike. And, <laughs> That's what and, I really appreciate yeah. is that he's not an he's not a, a black Twitter incel doing that yeah. old He's not one of them like, gatekeeper ass niggas. Yeah, y'all only watching anime to get niggas type of thing. Like, have you seen y'all selves? I was gonna really say most cool of them niggas be y'all. ugly as shit. And weird. So I feel like Mike is a great representation of somebody who is into manga and is into it in a very healthy, open doorway where if you want to get into manga, if you ask him, he's going to be like, okay, well, tell me a few things you like and I could point you in the right direction for what I think you will like and go for. So he's here today. 
Um, and he, like I said, the next episode will be dropping this Thursday. Um, but he's here to clown with us because oftentimes, even when he's not being a guest on the show, he gets caught up watching my bullshit. <laughs> truly. Um, and as, as a good husband should. Yeah, he's a great husband in that. Um, and so in terms of network announcements, um, a lot of the shows are rolling back out. So Black, um, not Black, not Backwoods Burn Book, but I'm sure they'll be having an episode soon on the Patreon. But Crown and Collars um, just had an episode drop uh, this past week on Thursday. Was it Thursday or Friday? Thursday. We was a day behind. Okay. So they have a new episode out. Um, Mystic Moments has a new episode coming. Ratchet Ramblings never stopped, um, but we're trying to still get really, you know, back on track and give y'all as much funny as we can without Curtis. Um, a new Ratchet Reloaded will be going to the Patreon this week. Yes. A wind down episode uh, went out yesterday on the Patreon. So if you aren't subscribed, please subscribe. Um, every little bit helps. And, you know. Let me just say, y'all some busy niggas. Hey, listen, I, <laughs> I spent yesterday trying to get it done, trying to, you know, fill Curtis' shoes, but that shit is hard because he had a system, and so thank God for that. Um, I saw how his system works, so I've been able to step in and try to do the best that I can mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. with a very productive system set up. So, yeah. again, And we're doing what we can to help as well because it's, absolutely. You know, um crown and collars thank you to you jeremy bianca and will um for editing your own show making sure it gets out that is truly appreciated um mike is mike knows how to edit as well i'm sure as time goes on you know he probably will take over the reins of his own show because i know how he gets about anime stuff and he one of those uh uh i got it i'm gonna just do it myself Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, but I got it from here. I'm good, love. Enjoy. I'm good. I appreciate you. Thank you. Bye. Please don't touch my shit. Like, (laughs) so those those are the network announcements. I guess ultimately, um, you know, you can still purchase some Ratchet Ramblings merch. It still all goes to funding the network, keeping the network up and running so that we can bring you the trash that you used to and the treasures because ratchet yeah. ramblings we the trash but everything else on the network is the treasure <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah we definitely trash although i like i would like to say that we a bit of compost to be fair. yeah we are useful recyclables yeah we can be yeah. recycled you know um, listen we're trying to save the planet a little bit even though it's gonna go to hell in a half hour but you yeah. know as i said on the twitter um, the Ratchet Ramblings Twitter, we will be doing a final tribute episode to Curtis by way of Gay Side Stories. If you have some great memories of Curtis you want to share, um, any funny stories you want to share, you can email um, flawlessnoises at gmail.com or you can send a voice memo and that voice memo will be edited in um, and we will read any funny stories, any words of kindness that we get about Curtis we'll be sure to read them on that episode um so that will be coming sooner than later uh and I think that think that's all that I have oh I'm going to put a poll up because as I was catching up on the shows I noticed it's some heat coming some new heat coming that 
I wasn't really expecting. Well, I know Own has a show called uh, what's the shit called? Like, Life goals. Uh, or love goals. goals. Love it's goals. called Love, love goals. goals, and it features none other than the necklace Nimrod Benzino. You really hate. He's still me. alive. Yeah, <laughs> and and his wife Althea. Uh-huh. Uh Who else was on there? Um, uh, it was some it was other. Some other. It was some other people on there. It I was some remember. other hard hitters on there, like Sunday Carter. Oh yeah, yeah. Sunday yeah. Carter is on there. It's some other celebrities on there. It's called Love Goes. Um, I saw the. But preview. it looked like drama. Yeah, it looked like mess. Just pure D. Sounds like love sorrow. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, Waka and Tammy with the Flocka. Uh, more mess. Cause we gonna see the real side of Tammy, not the side she show us when she getting cheated on. We gonna get to see her toxic side. <laughs> we might get to see, we might get to see the cheated on side too. Yeah, both. Yeah. And then we and then we got the conversation. Ray J and Princess finally talk. Uh, uh I guess this is about this is Las about that Vegas. Vegas episode. Yeah. Where he put her out and brought a stripper in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then talk about like, recycling. Look about more mess. It looked messy. He in the previews telling her, leave, Dan. I don't give a fuck. I ain't asked you to be here. Yeah, he said, I ain't begging you to do this. So, So, I'm going to put up a poll. Um, I'm going to ask for some suggestions on super fresh new content we might be able to add into the mix like we did Marriage Boot Camp. Because as you know, Marriage Boot Camp doesn't go very long, like 10 episodes. Yeah. Literally 10 or 11 episodes, and that's it. Whereas um, you have like Real Housewives of Atlanta giving us four us 18, 19 episodes and shit like that. <laughs> um, so we're going to try to add more new stuff into the mix. We have missed the boat on Love is Blind, but we are still going to check it out and prepare for season two as they're already casting season two. Oh, they are? So I, I get, I'm guessing it won't be very long before we get season two. However, it might be a good uh, retrofit into one of the Patreon shows. You never know. Um, loving it, loving Hip Hop Atlanta is looking very messy. I am on the fence about whether we need to bring it back to the... Um, to the main show? To the main feed and then pick up something else for Ratchet Reloaded. Like I said, we've got other shows that can be added into the fold between Backwoods, Burn Book, Ratchet Reloaded, and Ratchet Ramblings. You're going to get your healthy dose of a trash and mess. Um, yes. But you just got to tell us. I'm going to, like I said, do a poll and see what, what our viewers, our listeners, should I say, want, and then we'll go from there. But we, we're going we're gonna to keep it fresh for you because I've been yeah. enjoying the show with us adding in Marriage Boot Camp and Jocelyn's Cabaret and, you know, some of the other shows. Yeah. From the it's also so. good for us because, you know, sometimes you get tired of the same old, same olds from these shows. Yeah. Looking and at you, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Listen, and speaking of the same old, same old, let's jump into it with Jocelyn's Cabaret. Um, Jocelyn. Mm. Jocelyn. You know, speak our English. First of all, you've been swinging on poles and black American dick for too long for your English not to be any better at this point. You still sound like you just jumped off somebody's banana boat. Mm. What is your problem? The only word she said with any clarity was nigga, which I clocked. 
You ain't yeah, black, Jocelyn. Well, she, yeah. bitch, I heard that pretty yeah, clear. Yeah. I'm yeah. going to say, yeah. I, I watched the episode and I still cannot figure out what exactly Lucky said to set her off other than the fact that she was just angry and took it out on Lucky is what it I felt agree. like to me. At first, I was like, okay, what did Lucky say? And every time they rolled the footage back, Lucky didn't say shit. And I'm just sitting there like, Okay. What was the issue? Because we missed two weeks, and I went and I went back to the week the week prior to be like, okay, let me get some more context. Maybe Lucky, you know, said something shady, and I just didn't catch it. Or maybe Lucky gave Jocelyn a look, you know, like she wanted to fight her or something like that. So let me go back to the episode before to get some more context. I went back and watched, and nothing still changed. Like she literally just went off on Lucky. For no reason. And I agree with your assessment, Candace. It seems, what it seems like to me is that Jocelyn was taking the anger that she couldn't beat Daisy and um what's the other bitch name? Chastity like Chastity. she really wanted to. And so she take she held that anger in that she couldn't really fight him, fight him, and mm. took it out on Lucky. Because otherwise they just don't she like if I if I if I drag you, I'm gonna break you and blah blah blah. Girl, what? What is all this even? Yeah. Let me say this. Since I mean, what do you bitches see in Jocelyn that we don't see as viewers? Because she haven't made shit shake yet. <laughs> Y'all ain't had one fucking cabaret show yet. And this bitch is always disrespecting y'all and arguing with y'all. And like a bitch who can't even keep custody of her kid can't argue with me. Yeah. It's really jarring, like and I feel like Jocelyn has always been a loose cannon and felt like can't nobody tell her shit. But I feel like now that she is in some kind of, you know, position of power, you know, albeit it's not that big, but still like she has some kind of leeway. She just done took it up to an extra notch. You know what I mean? Like we've seen you Jocelyn have no carry childs, on. Bitch. <laughs> you have no childs. She has no childs. <laughs> You telling know, people you gotta respect your elders. Telling people and shit. to respect like, your elders. You have no child. You not. Re- you are not respectable. You talk to those girls also like not shit. An elder. Yeah, you about the same age as them bitches. You just got an old face, right? Because you've been being toxic rough. all your life. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> like, who are you? I'm trying to figure it out. Like, I I try to be neutral and I try to keep an open mind, mm-hmm. but I can't think of one single reason why. Y'all are still trying to work with this bitch and she talked to y'all like absolutely nothing. That was the craziest part of it. I'm like, she is like really, like when it first cut in, because when this uh, latest episode came in, she was holding that girl by her hair. Yeah. And now this, I hadn't seen none of the rest of the shows. So. To be fair though, they deserve it. How are you? And they might have. But like, if you the if you the if you're in a position of power and you're supposed to be the boss and you're supposed to be running things, there's a certain way you got to carry yourself. Yeah, like you can't absolutely you can't just be you can't just be beating Listen, everybody up. That's what her pimp was trying to tell her. Daisy, <laughs> Daisy and Chastity been some bully ass bitches the whole time the show been airing. However, yeah. if you wanted to remedy that, just fire the bitches. Yeah, yeah. just fire them. Fire. Did she do They're that not, anyway? Or three? Yes. Times? Yes. She fired them. She said they could never bounce back from the fight that she started, which we're going to get to that. (laughs) You brought up uh, Lucky's pimp. And Jocelyn talk about when I call your nigga and tell him that I fired you, it's going to be hell to pay. 
First of all, you scared to call the nigga. We seen that. I was three about to say. Ago. You scared of you scared of Shabazz. Say, bitch. You was on the phone with the motherfucker sounding. Listen, sh- shaking like a like a leaf in a goddamn storm, girl. <laughs> like you ain't nobody <laughs> big and bad, bitch. bitch yeah, you scared of shaking like you had to go to child support court. Hey, she was like, and what is he gonna do? She was like, oh, yeah. he gonna take care of it. Like, okay, <laughs> don't know what that means, but all right. At all, and I'm just sitting there like, nah, bitch. Bitch. Okay. Now, the thing, so we refer to Shabazz as Lucky Pimp all the time. (laughs) (laughs) And the crazy part about that is he was dropping some real jewels. You know what I'm saying? He was he was giving real information. He was the uh I guess I want to say the bright spot of the episode. It was like, he was really just like, he seemed genuine and he didn't seem like he was trying to take advantage of her. Like he gave her real, like real talk. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. He, um, he had some good points and I agree with it. Like, Again, if Jocelyn, if Lucky had really said something that came across as ungrateful that Jocelyn was sticking up with for her, I would understand it. But she didn't say anything. However, Shabazz trying to make sure Lucky keep making that goddamn money. And he like, hey, go sit down with her. Tell her your intention wasn't to disrespect her or (laughs) go against her taking up for you. Um, But that was... That was pretty much, you know, he gave her some good advice to rectify the situation. Listen, and, I don't want to make sure he they protect the bag. Yeah, he making sure the bag get protected. And he don't seem like an abusive pimp, though. I mean, I guess, from what I see. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say the ball. Thing, I don't know if there's any such thing as a as a kind and gentle pimp. Mm. Uh, but A pimp named Kindback. Uh, at least for the sake of this show, he doesn't handle her like she just some trash he used to make money. So, I, okay, well, that's. I don't know. The conversation seemed really genuine from his side. Yeah, in this he episode. seemed like he really cared about her. It's yeah. just, it's. It was a hell of a lot better than that other one that I had. Yeah, it's like, how much can you give to somebody that's 51 dating a 23 year old? At the yeah. end of the day, not much or nothing. But I guess it's good to see that he treats her decent. At least, it, you know, for him to be with somebody so much younger than him. Protecting his asset. And Jocelyn making up with Lucky was good. This might be the first time I've ever seen Jocelyn apologize for anything. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Well, she apologized to uh, Jay in like episode three. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, she typically is not a bitch who apologize. I think she realizes she flew off the deep end with Lucky, especially because Lucky is so meek. She don't want no smoke with no goddamn body. Mm -hmm. Listen, she didn't even want smoke really with the bitches that were bullying her. (laughs) Not at all. She's been trying to get along with the girls on the show since the Well, she better than me because... Them bitches would have had to kiss my whole asshole. (laughs) They would have had to kiss my my ass and my fist. Yeah, I would have punched them hoes in the face for real. Is yeah. we fighting? Because if we fighting, I could take these shoes off. Is what I want to know. Mm. You know also, mom. some I didn't even notice until this episode. Maybe because they don't even have her in that many um, episodes. But that other girl, Safari, I did not know her ass would that be. Oh yeah, Sapphire bitch, she stacked up. I see. Sapphire they don't really, they don't really show her in no other episode. <laughs> Yeah, they don't. I've only seen her in a, in a couple that I watched, and it wasn't for long periods of time. Right. 
But they I made sure that. to get that ass on this one, though. I, I missed that part. Yeah. I must have missed that part. You weren't looking yeah. hard enough. Yeah, you weren't no. looking, Mike. Okay. Next time, pay attention. Yeah, I mean, you can't really I'm miss just, it. I'm going to just run it back. It's all yeah. right. I catch it. I mean, because Zeus knows they're showing all titties, all ass. Might as well yeah. look. Yeah, because lucky titties be all the way out, nipple and everything. Yeah, they be showing nipples and everything. Wait till, uh, wait till reality show... TV on uh, on cable get like that. I'm like, y'all might as well show Coochie. What's up? They probably <laughs> will. Give us the whole shebang. Don't play you, with us. Who you trying to? <laughs> they might as well start all the porno. Only, <laughs> 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 only Zeus. Only Zeus. <laughs> Jocelyn's oh. OnlyFans cabaret. Yeah, bitch. She ain't had a cabaret yet, so we might as well turn it into an OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, been waiting on the cabaret. What have they for been six doing? Weeks. Is they uh, practicing Fighting. some shit? Oh, they Fighting. ain't even... Fighting. <laughs> Fighting. Some hoes ain't even practicing for the cabaret yet. They practice <laughs> one time. One time. They fought after. Yeah. Fought yeah. After. yeah. Yeah. When Jocelyn fought those two girls, that's they fought that right after the, they first after practice. the cabaret practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, five, six of, episodes with all the one practice. Yeah, it's just one practice. Speaking of. That shit gonna be trash. Ch- Jocelyn sitting down with Chastity and Daisy. First, let me say this. Those hoes was bullies, but they did not initiate that fight with Jocelyn. She mm-hmm. initiated it. So her talking about how she can't forgive them and she can't move forward when she put her she hands performed. on them first. This bitch has no self-awareness or anything. I think she know what she be doing. And I think she be doing this shit on purpose. So she, a sociopath she, is what you're saying, Mike. She's yeah. talking to them bitches like, I can't move past this. How y'all think we just gonna move past this? <laughs> Easy, bitch, because we ain't like, You beat us up. Like, you beat us up, bitch. I ain't put my hands on you, so if I can move past it, I damn sure know you should. Hey, how you, how you initiate a fight and then be like, y'all some disrespectful bitches? Like, Puerto Rican you, princess deserve an SSI check. Mm. <laughs> mm. Jocelyn's SSI chick, bitch. <laughs> Puerto Rican popper, bitch. Mm. Court jester, mm. bitch. <laughs> a fucking joke. She's a she joke. She is a joke. But that I will say this, though. Uh, I will say this, though. Jo- uh, not Jocelyn. Uh, Daisy and Chastity did have that look of fear in their eyes. Like, let's, n- let's not say too, too much to piss this bitch off again. <laughs> I would have jumped yeah, the bitch. supposed to stop her. Again, like, the, first of all, I'm not saying sorry to you, bitch. I ain't do nothing to you. Even if you didn't like my conduct as my boss, you don't have a right to put your hands on me. Facts. And it you would have got that, fucked up these in that little, is lucky. Jocelyn, Jocelyn a lucky bitch because it would be on site every time I see the bitch now. Every time I'm bringing a broomstick and swatting her in her goddamn ear. I was about to like say, they're going to have to like bring on, something because like they can't Like on Ip Man when he hit that nigga in the head with, in the ear with the bamboo stick and he went deaf in one ear. <laughs> I would pop that hoe in her ear every time I see her. Yeah. <laughs> But they got, she got the right ones because Chastity and Daisy, they the, they the typical cliche. Some bullies that got a whole lot of mouth to say about everybody, but they ain't, ain't got no hands. Ain't got no hands because, bitch, I would pop Jocelyn in the face every time. Right. Even if I am wrong, bitch, you have to put your hands on me. Pop. Out of the she, was, she would start having to do sign language because I'm telling you, I'd pop her in both ears. I mean, she's speaking sign language, so. <laughs> no. Nah, I don't know. Okay. Cool. She's speaking developmentally delayed. Mm. So she's speaking Tyrese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, bitch. Because, you know, I'm back in the day, Tyrese, to, he, he used to be the you know, queen hero, goddamn thing. 
Christmas and thank you, Pandora, whoever you are. Okay. Now, nah, remember when he wished the Earth happy birthday in 2014? Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker said happy birthday, Earth on New Year. Remember Tug Life? Oh. Hey, uh, listen. Mm. I don't, I don't, I want these girls to get some better self-esteem because another woman that you're doing business with should not ever feel comfortable talking to you in that manner. Like she should yeah, fear, yeah. like she should fear, have fear in her heart about talking to people any kind of way because she know that she could get beat the fuck up. So the fact that ain't nobody truly beat J- Jocelyn the fuck up, a lot of y'all walk around y'all pussy. I'm telling you. If I anything, would, Jocelyn should have let let the girls that actually got bullied beat them the fuck up. Jay specifically. Yeah. If they was going to have conflict, it should have been that way. But she should have never felt comfortable putting her hands on no employees. And that's that's what's wild as shit to me. That's why this reality TV shit, I couldn't be on it. Because I'm not willing to deal with no shit like that for no little bitty ass check. Right. Period. Like, I'm, you put your hands on me, bitch. We finna be fighting like two niggas on the yeah, street. Yeah, we throwing that whole script out. I don't yeah, know what the fuck y'all wrote. Don't, I don't know what was supposed a, to come after this. But that's but it. it. It ain't happening. Fighting you. Ain't no script <laughs> no more. If every time I'm filming, if we in the same room, we fighting. Y'all just gonna have to fire me. If I'm <laughs> fighting or getting fired. Them the two options. Fighting or fired. Jocelyn's yeah. fight for Miami. F and F. Listen, F and F. We out here. Fighting or fired, bitch. We always remember that. Anybody listening, if you're dealing with me, once you disrespect me, realize that it's never going to be no turning back. Um, we fighting or you fire me for whatever business deal we got together. That's it. Those are the options. Um, that was it. I will say I'm kind of disappointed, though. Like, it's a lot it of hasn't the fights have been on... stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, they not even good fights. You know, on reality TV, it'd be good fights, and then it'd be like, what the fuck is y'all fighting about? Y'all fighting everything, about nothing. Yeah, everything, all of the fights on here have been, what the fuck is y'all fighting about? What is y'all arguing about? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, the, the, the root of most... Yeah, but I mean, the, the root of most of them has been either Chastity or Daisy or Jocelyn, so that's why they hadn't really amounted to shit, because it's three mm-hmm. stupid bitches. Yeah, pretty much. Speaking and the other girls, it's like they hadn't initiated it. They just been defending themselves. Like, bitch, y'all got me fucked up. Yeah, basically. It's it's been very lackluster. It's been disappointing. Like, I thought it was going to be more mess. Than... I feel like get your bag, sis. Yeah, but this shit corny. <laughs> like that's, that's been, been kind of the consensus. Like I mean, honestly, we I mean we got to look at us. She's given us more drama on on love and hip hop and shit like that. Hey so man, you wait sending them you, damn uh, you wait pigs. To, yeah, sending the pigs and prima donna <laughs> that was, shit. That was way better like, than waiting until you get your own show in your namesake for it to be dry. Like, come on, sis. Like she could have really, she could have really thought of some shit to like do. Or, like, if she wanted to try to get back at them or some shit like that, I, I think I would have probably enjoyed seeing her scheme up some shit. Yeah. As some. opposed to, uh... To fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Be like, give me a break. Yeah. Speaking of... <laughs> or at least have the girl, have the other girls do it. Something. Because yeah, they deserve it more because they were yeah, the yeah, ones yeah, that yeah. got bullied. Yeah. She should have she got with the other girls and schemed up some shit to get back at them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm about to start writing reality TV. I'm just... Get me some shit going. Gonna write up yeah. the script. Yeah, I'm gonna write up the script. Yeah. <laughs> and it ain't gonna be no manga filler. Nah. Speaking, nah. Of, <laughs> speaking of writing scripts, let's 
let's hop over to marriage boot camp because what the fuck is Bianca and Chose is doing? Didn't we call <laughs> that Candace like our first time watching this shit? We were like, why are they here? We called it. Like, y'all playing our damn face. Like, what the fuck is y'all here? Y'all not here. Y'all not in no relationship. Y'all here for the bag, however big or small it might be. Because y'all not together. Bianca, you willingly going along with a nigga that you know don't really want you for real, for real like that. Why y'all here? <laughs> Everybody else in relationships and or marriage, y'all up here in this goddamn textuation ship up here playing our damn face. Well, I mean, Bianca did get kicked off uh, loving hip hop, essentially. That, you know what? That's fair. So, I mean, I could, even, I could see this. I could see this being like a little money even, run. Like, I see it. It could be a money run, but I also think her self esteem is that low. Anytime uh, you yeah. would take a two hundred dollar Uber to beat up the bitch that's willingly sleeping with your boyfriend, and he's willingly sleeping with her. You is boo boo the goddamn fool. Well, I mean, she also I fucked mean, with Drewski one right day. So. I don't even want to take a twenty dollar Uber nowhere. When I take an Uber, I'm trying to spend eleven dollars maximum. Where the fuck did she go for two hundred dollars? She drove the. She took the Uber to Philly from New York. Yeah, crazy. New York to Philly. That whole slow. And then and won you the fight. Yeah. Ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no way, ain't no way in hell she uh, she must have went to a different part of Philly than I know. <laughs> you're not just gonna, you're not just gonna come in somebody's hood and beat them up. She went to the white and then, and then and then hop in, hop back in your Uber. Let me tell you the Listen, thing. Listen, did the Uber nigga wait? Did he sit? The, <laughs> probably. Probably. The thing is, I I enjoy this particular portion of marriage boot camp whenever they do it for any season, because them uh when they bring in real life bloggers and and tabloids and gossipers and shit like that, uh-huh. they get to the nitty gritty first and foremost. I do want to talk. Styles P and Adwa haven't been disappointing me, and we called that. Um, they brought up him making some very ugly anti-LGBTQ comments earlier in his career. And you know what he had the nerve to do? Hold himself accountable. What? <laughs> A straight black man holding himself accountable? What? He had he had the audacity to hold himself accountable and say, I regret making those comments 15 years ago, but who I was then and who I am now is totally different. I don't feel that way anymore, and I'm sorry for the harm I caused when I made that comment. And he, and he came out and said that his daughter, his was, daughter uh, was was openly bisexual. bisexual. Yeah. yeah. Um, look at that accountability. Look, look at, at it. it. You know, I keep saying this, and I, it's going to be a recurring theme, but I love when celebrities use reality TV to make it work for them mm-hmm. yeah. and not against them. Styles mm-hmm. seems like he's making this, allowing this experience to work for him and not just with his marriage, but in other aspects, because, um, you know, we are in the world where not to be funny, but black men are given a lot of grace that sometimes they do not deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I feel like this is an instance where he's owned up to it. He held himself accountable. He apologized. He has a different stance on this, on, you know, how he is, how he supports the LGBTQ community. And he didn't make any excuses. He didn't make any excuses. So he might be someone I believe deserves grace. And he's just a hip hop legend, but it's good to see the legends say stuff like that because they do have a lot of influence in Mm -hmm. in the hip hop world. Yeah. 
and you can tell it's like it's coming from a genuine place. He's not one of those people that's gonna be like coming up there to try to. I be apologize, funny, Eel. Be phony, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't, it wasn't no, it wasn't nothing for him to come out and just like say, "Hey, yeah, I, I said it," and you know what I mean? It was stupid, essentially. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It reminds me of um, when Eddie Murphy apologized for his homophobic jokes back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it seems very sincere, and I'm 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 with it. And they are cho- continuing to show that they're a couple that I'm rooting for. Um, like I said, it's still four or five episodes left, so I'm not gonna jump too far out there. But the the work he's done up to this point, it seems like he's there for all of the right reasons and not just some publicity. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. That's, I guess that's what I have to say about that. Um, uh, CeeLo is one, CeeLo is one of those people who has great advice, but don't follow it. Yes. Yeah. Cause I did in, like the, like kind of breakdown he was doing when it came to like Bianca and Choses, but I'm like, so nigga, you're not going to follow your own shit. Like, well, the good thing was when he was in the kitchen talking to his fiance during breakfast, um, he did make some statements like, I do want to start talking to you, you know, talking more and seeing what's on your mind or not talking over you, but not. But then he said, I want to talk. I don't want to talk over you, but I don't want to be under your feet. I don't even know yeah. what that means. So it's talking. like, nigga, you just canceled out yourself. So it's like, OK, you don't want to talk over her, but your pride and ego won't allow you to be like under her, quote unquote, even though she hasn't really shown any signs of trying to be above your head or whatever. So it's like you getting in your own way and you, you do want to talk over her because you literally just contradicted yourself, CeeLo. Pretty much. Uh, but that just yeah. goes back to what we said. Like he's always had that like arrogance about him, even in his music and translating into real life. Like he know every goddamn thing and what he say go. Yeah. It, it's, even but also like, like you, said, you said, don't take his own advice. Yeah, don't take his own advice. His breakdown of the Chosen and Bianca shit, I did like that. And he made some very some very clear and valiant points about Chosen doing whatever he want to do because he has two completely different women allowing it. He's got yeah. one that's submissive and very docile and is not into drama. And then he got one that's volatile and will blow up the world to try to be with him. And he is living right in the middle of that. And where he want to be. And that's where he want to be. He don't want to be with one or the other. He wants to have them both, which is unfair because you're not being honest and saying, hey, I want to have an open relationship. I want to be in a relationship with multiple women. But you know why? Because most straight men don't want women they're with to have other partners outside of them. Yeah. So they would rather cheat and keep secrets and shit than to say, hey, let's explore um an open relationship lifestyle and see where it leads us because that then he would risk one or both of those ladies finding men that are better to them and for them and then he would get left in the dust so yeah also he looks like a foot oh yeah yeah (laughs) somebody said he was a handsome young bull i was like where where he looks stupid all the time he you know what he looked like he looked like he looked like what a racist would draw of a black person for the first time. Absolutely. Absolutely. He just looks stupid. Like physically, he looks stupid. Like the hair, the face, everything. He just looks stupid. But to your point earlier, 
Bianca's self-esteem is just so damn low. I mean, for God's sakes, this is the same person that was sleeping with that white dude on Love and Hip Hop New York. So I mean, and was fighting that other girl, that other mulatto girl about it. That whole slow, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cute girl, the whole slow. Yeah, yeah. Just is what beautiful it is. gowns, beautiful gowns. The whole slow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to see it. <laughs> I don't even really care. I just want, I just want her to, I just want her to make her mind up about what she wants to do. And I do have a problem with them staying on this show, knowing that they don't have very many. He don't have plans to get in a relationship with her. She thought she was coming there to fix a relationship, and they would be together totally mm-hmm. with nobody else involved. They on two you different. You talking pages. about we working on a path to be friends? You talking about a friendship? She talking about a relationship. Right. How Dr. you working said, on the friendship to be passed with somebody that has aborted two of your kids and had a miscarriage of one? This what mm-hmm. y'all doing? Y'all ain't friends. Y'all fucking. Right. Right. And the fact no. that he just avoids saying that, like, at all. Like, oh, yeah, this is my friend. We're getting back to a healthy place. Sir, it, it seems like y'all don't have no health at all in whatever the fuck y'all got going on. The doctor all said you this ain't no friendship. motherfuckers do is <laughs> fucking and fighting. Yeah, that's what y'all do, fucking and fighting. I'm gonna be fighting or fired, and you motherfuckers is fucking and fighting. That's you like it. your double F's, don't you? I like my double F's today. Listen, she <laughs> like the, listen, we we stay on alliteration. Alliteration, hello. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, in their case, they fucking and foolish. That's what the fuck they is. Yeah. <laughs> like they the fuck stupid. But I mean, what can you expect? Because Bianca is much younger than me, so. You take with that what you will. Well, I do like that fucking and foolish. Today we today we in our double Fs, ain't we? we <laughs> yeah. Stay yeah. Here. yeah. Fucking and foolish, fucking and fighting, fighting yeah. and fired. It just don't matter. Everybody let's fighting. just keep it rolling. Let's, just, let's everybody just keep it rolling. And everybody fighting. And everybody needs to be fired off of that damn show. Honestly. Point. Speaking but, of foolish, fucking uh, Michelle and Drew. I... Stu? Is it Stu or Drew? Stu? Stu, my bad, Stu. The nickname Stu. Okay, I didn't know Stu was like a celebrity chef. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, but he and his name be, is Stu. That's his name Stu. That's a definitely a chef nigga name. First Stu, yeah, he is. Yeah, Stu. Stewing up some bullshit is what he doing. The nigga, yeah, he's stewing up a toxic relationship with <laughs> toxicity um, like parsley. She is so insecure. Why do she think? Somebody wants to give her affection when she's constantly nagging and rejecting it. Oh, you don't want me for real. You want to be with some young bitches, so still go be with them young bitches. <laughs> this I want to be with somebody. Stu. Stu. I want to be with somebody who don't whine like that. Stu. You don't okay. want to be with somebody who talk like this. No, he didn't even kiss me, Doctor Ish. He don't kiss me no more. <laughs> uh, yeah, you keep bitch. Talking. I would kiss you to shut you the fuck up, but I knew you just would start whining after I move my lips off yours. <laughs> she. I don't know what she really wants from him because he don't be doing shit. Honestly, everything we've seen, he don't be doing shit. When they brought up pictures of him posing with clients and shit, even when they tried to make like he grabbed a handful of that woman's ass and his hand was just sitting kind of on her waist, what do you want from him? He's not doing shit. They haven't shown nothing yet. Where you would be like, yeah, this nigga definitely don't want to be with her for real. He playing games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not if anything, He's just frustrated. Yeah, he's frustrated with her. He's tired of having to prove his love to her. 
That yeah. is very frustrating. Let me tell you, I've been in situations like that where you constantly having to fight to prove that you love somebody. Mm-hmm. Even when you showing them that you love them, you still got to constantly reassure, reassure, reassure. Like, yes, we all need reassurance sometimes, but it shouldn't be to that level. Mm-hmm. Reassurance shouldn't be a labor of love. It should come from yeah. love. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, that was a nice word there. Come I like how you in. put that together. Come on. Thank you, friend. Rhonda. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Rhonda. <laughs> Nikki Van Zandt. <laughs> yeah. Silky Van Zandt, back. <laughs> almost, almost told her my goddamn dream. <laughs> Silky Van Zandt. <laughs> that might be my new Twitter name. <laughs> Like oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, they didn't really go too deep into the other couples. I think the bullshit with Bianca and Chodis stole most. Of the Chodis, yeah, Chodis, It stole most of that uh, spotlight in that episode. So that was really all I had for marriage boot camp. And the nigga named Chosen. How you say it? Chosen. 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 A nigga named I, I think that's his. I don't know what his real name is. I that's gotta be. That, yeah, that shit. can't be no real name. That Nobody, ain't what his mama named. A bitch. Name a bitch. Let a me look that up real quick. <laughs> that, ain't okay. what, that ain't what his mama named. I refuse. Nigga named like a Final Fantasy chose. character. You <laughs> are the chosen one. Yeah. Chosen. Well, ghetto Final Fantasy. Where's <laughs> 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 she, the, she the big boss? Yeah, she the Time for the boss battle. Right. She look, she the secret boss at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> we about to move on over to Black Ink uh New York because uh, you know Speaking of missing negativity. You know, I got, and this ain't even the, the, the most mess that we get. When we finally get to Real Housewives of Atlanta, it's going to be some, Jeremy really finna show out. But um, why are they in this shop feeling, feeling sorry for Sky? But this was wrong. This is what's mm. wrong when people refuse to hold their friends accountable. Because, yep. because yep. absolutely nobody in that fucking shop should be feeling sorry or sympathetic for Sky. I don't care if her mental health is compromised. Once you take it upon yourself to start harming other people, specifically your own children, both verbally, emotionally, mentally, and physically, whatever mental health issues you have, take a backseat to your behavior. She was downright fucking vile and nasty to that boy. That boy whose life she interrupted, and I cannot say this enough, she interrupted their lives. She went out of her way to interrupt her kids' lives. They were doing okay. Mm -hmm. They were fine. She needed a storyline. She inserted herself in their lives just to discard them whenever the cameras are not rolling. Fuck her. Then... She went on IG Live and doubled down on the shit this week. She doubled down on it. Yes. And was like, fuck it. It is what it is. I said what the fuck I said. I'm sure he was hurt, but I'm hurt too. Y'all stop fucking talking bad to me. Stop disrespecting me on social media and Mm. blah, blah, blah. And shit like that. Like she act like it didn't mean shit to her. She like, well, I hope he healed from it one day. But I said what I said. 
Yeah, she was mm. acting like he he essentially was the cause of the whole argument. And this is like he it didn't start until she started asking about some girl that said they was pregnant. Yeah, she trying to act like it's about like, money, but why are you trying to be in his personal business? That's a grown ass man. If he got somebody pregnant, he got him fucking pregnant. And what was you gonna do to help? You ain't never you even ain't did even shit for, him. Shit for your kids, bitch. Why are you worried about somebody else's reproductive system? That's the shit I didn't understand. And then he came. He was looking for her to kind of talk to her about what he wanted to do. You know, this is like what's crazy is is now that he's gotten this connection with her. He kind of wants to share memories with her going forward. You know what I mean? He wants her to help guide him because she's never been a part of his life like that. But now that he has her in his in his life, he kind of wants her to be a part of some things. So he went over there. He was searching for her to kind of tell her about those colleges or, you know, kind of get a good idea where he may want to go for college. And he didn't even get to do none of that. Yeah, she shitted on him. She deserved to be off the show. I hope they never let her back on the show. Um, I don't I don't have no sympathy for the bitch. If she do have some mental health issues, that's her burden to bear. Mm-hmm. Her kid did not deserve, deserve to be at the brunt of all of her abuse. And I stand by that, especially because he's not that that old. He's like maybe 19, 20 now. Remember, he was still in high school when yep. she interrupted their lives because Dez is the baby. Yeah, I think so, he's 21 now, and I think Genesis is 24. Yeah, it might be something, something like, like that. that. I just know when we start hearing about them kids, uh, Dez was still in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. but he And he tried to go to the military, but found out he had that heart condition or some shit. So mm-hmm. it's like, girl, fuck you. And that's that's where I'm at with Scott. Fuck Scott, anybody who love her. She don't deserve to be on the show. I'm glad she's suspended. Um... I thought this was a good episode for the most non-dramatic reason possible, and that is to hear C's talking about voting. Jeremy, as Jeremy, we just had this conversation on the wind down about yeah, how that's the first people, thing I thought about when I saw yeah, it. how people treat people who don't want to vote because they don't feel like their vote matters yeah. or means yeah. anything. And so I felt this was a good episode because hearing C's talk about that with the councilman who seems like a really great person and that he and understood really why he felt that yeah, way and is there for the people of Bed-Stuy and is there to help invoke change and bring equal opportunities to minorities in the in that community that he's serving I just thought it was a great I thought it was a great episode for that alone yeah, and I, a lot of people feel like C's yeah what I loved about it Jeremy, where you go? Well, Jeremy would be back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zoom, like, get the fuck on. <laughs> um, I really did like this episode uh, because so many black people do feel like C's. Yeah. Like, and brown people. Let me say that. Black and brown people and not just young people. We can go back to a lot of older black folks who did not who stopped exercising their right to vote just because they felt like their vote did not matter, did not make a difference. Things were not changing in the communities where they was doing all this voting and going to going to bat for campaigns and yep. politicians. And they just stopped voting. And then couple in another good thing that they brought up on this episode was that a lot of felons are voter suppressed Yep. Because they don't know that they they don't know the the laws about regaining voter rights and what they have to do to what get they their have rights to do. back. And um, 
some time ago, Curtis and I did a Wake Up and Vote episode. Oh, yeah. We did yes, do that. Yes, which I am going to bring back up. We did a Wake Up and Vote episode where we talked about where you could go to find information regarding um, felon and voting laws because a lot of felons can regain their voting rights after they're off probation or parole or some can gain it back even as soon as they're free again. Yeah. Um, you just have to know the rights where you are. So apparently in New York, felons can vote again once they're off parole. So that's that. Um, welcome back, Jeremy. You here? Yeah, listen, me and Zoom gonna fight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just be Zoom listen, up and Zoom. Zoom like fuck y'all. Listen, me and Zoom gonna be fighting like Jocelyn and them bitches on the show. Like goddamn, you about to they grab Zoom by the hair and throw it to the ground? Yeah, <laughs> look, Zoom it like a dog. Hey, I, hit them bitches. I was just holding them. <laughs> I was just holding them. I ain't even fight them. No, hey. politely. I was just politely holding them. I politely dragged her to the floor. Hey, hope you don't say it, bitch. You don't even have politely in your vocabulary. Because <laughs> we all know that nigga hope him. I mean, let's not. That was the first time he ever heard her say politely. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. But shout out, before Zoom interrupted me, shout out to the counselor who didn't like immediately shame sees and like had a conversation to understand why he felt like he was, you know, he had concerns about voting and stuff. Shout out to him. Um, why? Was why are Donna Bay and Tati so jealous of Kitty? Did y'all? I've been waiting for this. Y'all want to fuck Ryan too? Mike said they keep box watching, like they keep trying to keep up with her pussy. Like why are you box watching? What's wrong with y'all? Like do y'all want to fuck Ryan? Because if y'all do, I understand. I don't understand. Like what was the like what was the big deal? Like her and C's wasn't dating. Ain't like they was together. Shit, he mistreated her the whole time they were. They, yeah, he did. That's why, that's why we here. Exactly. I yeah. just want you also, to get a life and get y'all on. Bae, you ain't had no dick since you rushed to marry Rob and he turned out to be a deadbeat. I was about to say, you got you got fucked and ducked by a nigga that looked like a mouse, bae. You need you got better things to worry about, beloved. And, and Donna, why are y'all so mad at Kitty for being honest? Y'all hoes betrayed her. She wasn't even fucking Ryan at the time when y'all said she was fucking Ryan, and now y'all mad she don't want to rekindle a friendship with y'all after that snake shit y'all did. Right. Child, eat shit. The the irony of all three of them, Tati specifically calling Kitty a snake. Tati, you literally ran like two women at best out the shop over Teddy's dick. What the fuck is you talking about? Like Kitty fake and betrayed y'all? I know you fucking lying, Tati. Act up, get slapped up, bitch. You better relax. Okay, you don't got your ass beat too many times on this show to be acting all brick big and bad. Listen. Listen, you ran Tokyo, you betrayed Jada. Uh, shit, Sky put hands on you. Hell, Kitty put hands on you. Like, girl, you, you, yeah, you don't put fight. hands on you. You mm-hmm. can't fight. So you need to learn to shut the fuck up. The only person also, you beat up was London, and that don't count because she can't fight. Also, Tati and Donna fucking is very yucky. Because they both look like they stink. Ew. I was wondering why they was just like flopping all over each other at the little. Yeah, in the previews, in the previews, they gonna show them some episodes down the line where them hoes is tongue kissing, and Alex is looking like, "Uh, bitch, what is you doing?" <laughs> right. I can, I can almost guarantee you. Oh, go ahead, Cam. 
No, I was saying just because it's a woman don't mean it ain't cheating. I was about to say I can almost guarantee you Donna's gonna be one of them women. Like, I mean, what's the issue? It's with another woman. Uh, bitch, you in a monogamous relationship and you cheating. That's what the fuck the problem is. And also, both you two bitches is like watching two sewer rats nibbling on each other. Nobody want to see that shit. <laughs> She, she could have at least told the vagina slayer. That's crazy. At least. At least. He might Listen, all that caring on you was some shit. All that caring on you was doing about that nigga back that you inadvertently caused to get fucked up and <laughs> and you cheating on this man. I know you fucking lying, Donald. Listen, back. The shop at that. Mm-hmm. Y'all stay fucking in that goddamn shop. Man, that shop is nasty. I wouldn't want to get no tattoo there. Listen, hepatitis yes, all on the goddamn needles. Listen, Tati don't know how to order sanita- sanitation supplies. Donna don't know how to spell. Like, yeah, that shop fucked up. Don't nobody hey, know how to do nothing. I don't want no tattoo there. I don't know. No. That's how you get that Rona. Yeah, that, they, okay. they definitely got the Rona. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, Walt said Donna got to learn how to spell first. That shit had me hollering. Hey, yeah. When, when he, he said, said I got a word for you, <laughs> I was like, damn, I can't even spell encyclopedia. She's going to have a hard time. I know, right? Yeah. She just the bitch can't spell one syllable word. word. Shit. Talking about I don't deserve to be an apprentice. Yes, you do. Because one, you can't spell two, your tattoos ain't like that six good. Years. Yeah, if you've been here for six years, you should know how to, you should know you need to Google some shit you before you just to, write it on you somebody. You should know how to double check some shit. You've been okay. here six years. You should know some shit. You shouldn't hey. be the one fucking up. Hey, hey. let me tell you I something. am nobody's me, apprentice. You ain't nobody's tattoo artist either, yeah, bitch. Yeah, you ain't nobody. Listen, go mm. in, Mike. Go ahead. Oh, listen, Get the off. floor is yours. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because. She got a lot of mouth to be fucking up so much. You every season. Like, this ain't just like, it ain't like this has just been happening like once in a while. No, every season she fuck up some one way or another. Either it's not doing her job. She gonna say she gonna say and uh, she made one little mistake. And this is the second lawsuit. Misspelling a tattoo is not a little mistake. That shit permanent, bitch. <laughs> That's a big old huge big big mistake, and you definitely need a mentor, bitch, because you can't spell. It's as big as that goddamn hole in your mouth. Hey, a print nice is. Is fucking hilarious though. Yes, a print nice, a print hey, nice Walt, is hilarious. I like, I like Walt in the role of manager. I like Sassy and them being back, Sassy and Puma, um, cause they, they, they buckling down, they tightening up for yeah. real. So cause I, I mean, Walt being a manager is damn sure better than Tati being a manager. Cause when she was the manager, she wasn't doing shit but fucking Teddy, who also don't do shit. And he the main one making fun of her, right? <laughs> but you mad at Kitty? Bitch, you, for no reason. Donna is an apprentice, nice, and you is a receptionist. An apprentice, mm. nice. A reception bitch. That's what she is. Listen. Up here throwing um, down the headset like it's beneath you, girl. You fuck girl, Teddy. Shut the fuck up, girl. <laughs> I went my speaking, job. Back. Speaking of, mm. hey, speaking of, I want to talk about Q and his mom coming to visit. Oh because, yeah. Um. It needs to be some reckoning about black mamas and their homophobia because it runs really rampant. And I and I know black men are homophobic as fuck, but older black mamas be very fucking homophobic as well. Yeah. Um, we've seen it in so many situations. Um, initially she seemed like she shut down and didn't want to hear what he was saying. Um, but then she brought it back around 
and she seemed to I didn't like her making his sexuality about her. I had to go to therapy too. I had to yeah, come to therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to I do like what? What did that got to do with you? You weren't the one I, that was hurt. It was Q that was hurt. As a all in all, I just I really have never been able to understand the big idea about people's sexuality. Like it's one of those things where I'm happy you happy. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I want you to live your best life. I want you to be you at all times. I don't want you to hide yourself, cover yourself, cloak yourself because you're scared of what somebody's going to say because I can mind my motherfucking business and you can continue to live your best life. Right. That like part. acting like having a gay child is just the end of the world. I just I cannot come to terms with that. Because it don't it, it don't seem like a big deal it's to me. Not, like, it's not. Of all the things that your child could be, them being in the community and on whatever part of the spectrum is the biggest, like, <gasps> I can't believe it. Like, it's just, we have to do better with homophobia, transphobia, biphobia, all kind of phobias. We have to do better, Black people. Like, period. Absolutely. Point. We have because to do when better. she kept trying to say she put him out, because he wanted to do what he wanted to do. She put him out because he was being openly gay and she mm -hmm. needs to fucking admit it. Like right. the one on one hand, she seemed like she was open to having a better relationship with Q, but at the other part, she she was trying to save face in front of the cameras too. Exactly. She didn't want to be a hundred percent honest and say she basically put her son out because he wanted to be openly gay and proud about it. And supported and loved and she didn't because at 15 him. what more is a 15 year old doing that, where they think they could do whatever they want to do especially when he's not from new york like i thought he was from like ohio somewhere some shit like that like ain't that much to do at 15 right she she was she didn't want to be honest and she was trying to hide her homophobia she mm -hmm. was trying to check it for the cameras but you could see it seeping through yeah, like it was still seeping through. Yeah. And I, like, I ain't saying she's not working on it, but I, what I also am saying is she was putting she on wasn't, the cameras. She wasn't a hundred percent honest about the role she had in alienating herself from her son. But yeah, right. especially when he kind of started talking about a little bit of his story. Yeah, uh, like you know, saying I guess he was essentially a prostitute. Yeah, at fifteen. Yeah, yeah. which is because she kicked him out and was crazy. homeless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Which is a, yeah. which is a story that is very common for a lot of quill quill uh, men and women. Like they they don't have nowhere to turn to. A lot of them have to do sex work because they're not supported. You know, in other areas, family being the main one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Just another again, again, homophobia, transphobia, just anti LGBTQ stuff in the black community is literally killing queer black people or putting them in situations where they're very dangerous. And we just have to do better black people, straight black people. We have to do better. Yep. I agree. Um, sees through a voter registration drive and design a tattoo spoke about the 13th amendment where yep. slavery was abolished. That was cool and everything. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm here for that councilman. I'm going to start keeping up with him. I hope to see him, um go beyond um just being on black level politics i hope he elevates his political career beyond being a councilman and stuff mm -hmm. like that yeah. uh, just because he seems like he's a man of the people his own people right. and people in the communities where he live um and that's a good thing to be able to see um but Hold on. Wait, 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 wait wait speaking of q speaking of q mm -hmm. q q 
I hope you work that out with your mom. I really do. I don't know if you're going to listen to this podcast or hear this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Q. Next time, take heed and stay your goddamn nose out of your boss's business with his baby mama because now both oh. of y'all looking the fuck stupid. Crystal talking about I was tripping. You weren't tripping. You was being stupid. He never right. wanted you back. <laughs> he not interested in you. You, are, you letting yeah, Q gas you your head up because you... You got that little mouth work done, but yet you still look like a goddamn gefilte fish. Girl, he don't want you. She definitely look like some pork jowl. I don't know. <laughs> she she do. definitely do. She look like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Definitely. You look like a chicken nugget in the face. Mm-hmm. Summon fish. That's what she look like. She remind me of that. Uh, didn't you say, who'd you say? Uh, remember when you said uh, academics look like a honey bun? <laughs> she looked like she got a face like a honey bun. Like it's just it's just long and and flat, but still round for whatever reason. I appreciate y'all slandering honey buns like this. Well, she do got a head. I like mean, a she honey do. Bun. I mean, listen, call her. Listen, call her DJ Crystal Crystal I guess I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, Mike. Baby Mama Demix. <laughs> ba- baby Mama Demix. <laughs> Yeah, baby mama drama, but Q, stay your goddamn nose out of C's personal Please. business and shit. Especially until you get your goddamn ab noise removed, always fucking sounding like that. My God, you always congested. I know, right, nigga? Do you I was like, why does nigga sound so nasally? Like, <laughs> right? Like, nigga, my you... mom's having a visit, and we ain't always had the greatest relationship, you know? It's like, okay, Roscoe, relax. Yeah, like, <laughs> blow your motherfucking nose and leave us alone. Like, okay, nigga, you always sounding like you got goddamn grits on your fucking tongue, boy. Speaking of built like a bag of grits, Teddy, why are you always keeping some shit going? Always. Why are you Look always... With somebody let from me tell Black you. Ink just let me tell you. These did not need shit. to see if you that my friend, shit. I don't need you to run negative shit back to me. Right. Like, Especially if it's some shit that, that you know gonna trigger him. And also, that tells me that you're participating in negative shit if anybody feels comfortable bringing negative shit about me to you. Mm-hmm. Because anybody that I'm cool with, nobody should feel comfortable coming to my friends to talk shit about me and expect it not to get back to me. First of all, nobody from Ryan Camp sent that fucking video. Right. Big but Fish, Big sent, Fish that sent that goddamn video because <laughs> they've been recording Kitty and Ryan as we just saw in this last season of Black Ink Chicago. Ryan and Kitty have not been hiding in plain sight from you now. And so there was no reason for it. But there was no reason to show this video. You fired Kitty. You don't want her mentioned. You don't want to hear her name. She can never come back. It's fuck her. Why do y'all keep going out of y'all way to bring up anything kitty to this man except for you want to see him be in a fucked up head space? And that says a lot about you as his cousin and his quote-unquote business partner. Mm. Why are you always doing shit to keep your boss in a fucked up head space? Because he ain't got shit else to do. Gotta keep him Now, humble. with that being said, <laughs> Cease made some accusations. And if true, Ryan is a snake. I hate to say it. It hurt my heart to say it. I, you, if I had to pick Ryan and C's, I would always go with Ryan. To me, Ryan is the more talented tattoo artist. He is definitely the more attractive one out of the two of them. He definitely has turned his business around in a great way. How, but when it comes to this C's, Ryan, Kitty bullshit, right? C said that he and Ryan were so close when he would visit Chicago, he would stay at Ryan's dad's house. 
He said that on several occasions they met up and C's helped Ryan figure out how to rebrand Nymag, how to push the chop the new Nymag forward and make it successful, what things to change. And I believe that conversation to be true. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because we only see Black Ink 113th on the show. We are not privy to the other shops that he has. We got a glimpse of Atlanta, which was basically running like a well-oiled machine, Mm -hmm. minus the party and shit. After the New Orleans shit, we didn't get a glimpse into New Orleans anymore. We never got a chance to see the Orlando Black Ink shop. We don't get to see very much into Brooklyn other than they had this voting event and when it had the grand opening, and we don't see very much at Black Ink 125th. So I definitely believe that was his formula that Ryan is now using. We do not see inside of Nine Mag anymore. We do not see Brian's day-to-day business dealings. In this past season, everything shifted to the mess in Charmaine's shop. And all we saw was Ryan for and Don. If that's true, Ryan is foul. Because I'm not, no, if we're not friends, you're not even meeting my family. If we just acquaintances, we meet in passing at business dealings, but to open up your family's house to somebody, that's a friendship. There yeah. had to be a friendship there. There got to be something there. It's something there. Ryan played it down differently, and if he did that, he's a coward. He could have just said, I really like Kitty, and I just really wanted to see where it could go. I didn't mean to call, like, I didn't mean to step on C's toes or nothing, but I like this woman. And as we know, Ryan has a history of withholding the truth as well, which is why he's not with Rachel. Yeah. Even though he claimed they made it seem like they're back together, Rachel is on social media saying it was just for a show. They're not actually back together. Yeah, because we, we kind of took her wig a bit there about there too. Like, stop playing on our damn face. Yeah, stop playing in our damn face. If you if that's true, let me get this, let me say this. If that's true, because Seeds is a liar too. Yeah. That's the thing when you're dealing with liars on both ends of the spectrum, you don't mm-hmm. know whose story to believe. Right. If there's any truth to what C said, Ryan is in the wrong with this situation because that's just a code. Unless you talk to your friend about I've never gone after somebody I consider a friend's ex. I don't care how they broke up or what it was, I never crossed that line. Right. Even if they said, if, even if they wouldn't have cared or not, it's just not a boundary I felt comfortable crossing. Um, if that is true, C's is in the wrong on this situation. You mean and, Ryan? No, yeah, Ryan is in the wrong on this situation. And whatever mm-hmm. little get back C's attempts to get is going, I guess it's fair play, even though C's got a bad habit of thinking because he's from New York that other cities won't beat the fuck out of him and send him on his way. See Chicago the New Orleans shop. Yeah, Chicago, one of them cities. Yeah. So I, if he's going to open up shop in Ryan's territory and Chicago finna rally behind him, he probably <laughs> he got another thought coming, honestly. I Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we text about this, Candace, and listening to you lay it out, I agree, but because I'm petty, and because I love missing negativity, to me, it's kind of like a case of fuckboy on fuckboy crime. Because both yeah. of them are fuckboys. And so it's like, do you really win in choosing a side when it's fuckboy on fuckboy violence? I mean, you could call a thing a thing, don't get me wrong, but 
I'm just here for the mess and negativity. So it's kind of like, I mean, if they die, they die. You know, figuratively speaking, that is. Um, yeah, this is one of those things where I really don't have, I don't have a dog in the fight. And I don't care who get beat the fuck up or whatever at yeah, this point. Basically. It's just kind of is what it is for me. Um, yeah. But I just it, wanted to lay out that if if this is, if what C's is saying is true, then lot then if we take our pettiness and negative and messiness out of it, then yes, Ryan is dead ass wrong. Yeah. Now, in the spirit of thriving on negativity, them <laughs> niggas can beat each other the fuck up for all I care. And I'm just going to be I'm, hyping. I'm going to be hyping up the fine one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so C's going to always lose for me because he missing the side tooth and he ugly. Yeah. And then we also have to come back to the root of this again is that he is literally mad that a woman that he mistreated while he had her is doing Who's whatever the fuck she want to do yeah. with her vagina. Yeah, he definitely is. And so, like I said, we don't have a dog in this fight. We gonna call a thing a thing. But if I gotta pick a side, I'm gonna pick Ryan, even if he dead wrong, because at least he attractive and dead wrong. I mean, I still would like to see the sex tape of him and Kitty, so. I definitely would like to see that. And him and Ryan. I mean, him and Rachel. Yes. I would like to see Ryan and Rachel, Ryan and Kitty. To be honest, everybody but Kat. <laughs> Everybody but Kat and them guns. I'm not fucking with them guns, man. Y'all ain't finna play with me like that. Yeah, them guns not fucking with her here, so I mean, you know. Well, that's true. Mm. Um, but that was that was all we had for, for Black Ink New York. And we finally about to head down to Jeremy's home. ATL, shawty. <laughs> Correct. So, uh, we heading down for the real unhappily married Kenya of Atlanta. No, Ken. Ken. <laughs> Ken. The misadventures of Ken. Listen, Jeremy, I'ma let you I'ma let you take the reins on Atlanta and I'm just here to back you up, friend. Let's go. Where do I even start? I mean, I just you know how like when we watch these shows, Candice, you know, we be like, you know what, I'm going to make a joke here. I got a joke here. You know, this going to be funny. I just, watching this, I just got, like, notes. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff that I can, like, break down. I ain't even really like, got that it, many it, jokes. It, it, because it wasn't funny. This shit was sad. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> it wasn't funny. It was sad. That's why it really it's was. hard to have jokes about it. But if I could say a more lighthearted place for us to start would be that baby shower Cynthia threw for Eva, which it was, it was, I liked it. It was, it was cute, but I have a question. Do Eva have actual friends? Because no, her and Cynthia are not that close where Cynthia should have been throwing her baby shower. Absolutely not. Like, and where's you... her family? Like, something like as much as she got pissed at Marlo for talking about her finances, something in that milk is not clean because fucking Cynthia should not be throwing your baby shower. When you got friends and family, mm-hmm. and allegedly. he got friends and family allegedly. allegedly, and when Nene brought up how Cynthia moved like a gypsy and why she mm-hmm. was why she never had nothing at her home, I was like, yeah, we don't know where Eva lived. We just always see her on the couch, but we don't know if that's a hotel couch or what. She just always, but nobody's ever in her home. We don't see very many of her real friends. Cynthia's old ass had no business throwing her baby shower, considering Cynthia probably about old as her mama. Like, where <laughs> is her people? Where's her people at? Yeah. Does it give you that she got with um 
what's the light skinned nigga name? Mike, I think that's his name. Her Mike. Do you think it gives that she rushed to get with him because her baby daddy is so goddamn trash? No, I think she loves Mike and he seems like a really great person. Let me say he does. that. He seems that's like fair. a he does. good person. He Still look like a Keebler elf, but he, he seemed like good people. <laughs> definitely ugly, but he seems like a really great person. Yeah. He definitely um, loves something which, off Legend of Zelda. Which will wind back to when we finally get to the, the main show. Yes, um, yes, yes. Which but, we could go there now, because that's all that was... Oh, Cynthia, Nene calling Wendy Williams big sis is the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Because I was like, ain't y'all the same age? Apart. Nene 53... And Wendy Williams, 55 or 56. Y'all is 56. the same age, toots. That yeah. ain't no big sis, little sis bullshit. What is you doing? Hey, man. People got sisters that's a couple years old. It don't than matter, them. but they <laughs> ain't Not blood. Not no goddamn big sis. <laughs> they ain't blood, so that don't count. They the okay, same. Okay, that shit they just creepy. Like, Y'all on. both two old ass hens talking about that show. First big of all, sis. Wendy, Wendy Williams was on that phone call sounding like a whole nigga. Mm. Don't she always sound like that? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> she sounds like she smoked a pack of Marlboros a day. Yeah. Like, like I didn't I, I couldn't so, tell if it was it was I couldn't tell if it was Wendy or Marlo on the damn phone, to be honest. She sound hey, she sounded like Kirk Franklin. Nah. I, you know, you know who she sounded like? She sounded like Blue from the Temptations. Yeah, she definitely bring in that bass. Very fucking terrible. Sound like that nigga from Boys to Men with the deep mm. voice. Yeah, Me well, I guess... sound much better. Her voice ain't much better. Her face ain't much better. <laughs> I was I was waiting for I wait for one of y'all to I'm get in there. Glad they two ugly motherfuckers that became good friends. Hallelujah. Oh, cackling and shit. Cackling. Yeah. But, two ugly motherfuckers but that live Wendy, Wendy did give her good advice in that. Um, if you gonna go on a trip, go on a trip and be open to having relationships and a good time with the ladies don't go showing your ass yeah. stay your ass home like you, this is the thing i don't understand about these old bitches on this show they travel to argue yeah they literally travel internationally to fucking argue with each other bitch i'm in greece i'm not finna argue with you about nothing bitch i'm finna go to santorini ho and lick this blue water and put my toes in the water and take pictures for Instagram, bitch. I'm not gonna sit up here and argue with you. Every time they go somewhere out the country, them hoes just be fighting the whole time, looking about dumb than the motherfucker. Y'all yeah. stupid. Yeah, they go oh, to like such lavish shit. places that the the average person would just kill to to go to, and you, they travel to these places just to argue about stupid shit. Stupid. It's very mind boggling. Um, speaking of stupid shit, let's kind of get to the mess as we, as I set us along here. So speaking of that baby shower, I, you know what, friend, you said this maybe one or two episodes ago and I agreed then, um, even though I do like this person for the most part, but I am very tired of Candy running and telling that every goddamn episode, like Candy, baby, sweetie, honey. This is why you listen. I don't know why you so bad at acting because you damn sure be two faced on this motherfucking say, show. Thank you. Here we go. Add it in my notes. <laughs> this, what this say, babe? Candy is not a good actor. Yeah, you is not a good actor for a bitch that keeps so much two faced mess going. You keep Ken and Nene face and snapping her in the back. 
you Kiki and Cynthia Kenya face and telling Nene what they saying. Well, for what? And also the fact that you don't think that you got stud energy, Candy, you like other than everybody just, needs a wall on. <laughs> this is she said. This is this is uh, completely opposite of what I am. No, it's mm. not. <laughs> Can, like aside from maybe looking feminine a lot of times, Candy whole aura is. I will strap you. Yeah, she definitely got big strap energy. So her talking about what? 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 Because they were being very generous what? with soft stuff. They was, they was being very generous with soft stuff because she definitely acts like a hard stud. Yeah, she definitely she definitely gives me young M.A. Call her young candy. Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, girl, you got a whole, like, you you took that, that trash shit with, um, what's the bitch's name? Kim Zosiak and turned that t- into a whole bag with that sex dungeon shit. Girl, ain't nothing. <laughs> you being surprised about your masculine energy. Candy, I know you fucking lying. But but she tried to play peacemaker between Tanya and Kenya, and Kenya being the 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 vapid bimbo that she is with no self awareness is upset that Paul, the man that she brought up to Tanya, for no goddamn reason, causing all this riff and drama, she is upset and has the audacity to be mad that he don't really fuck with her like that and might not want to come around the group, like dead ass offended, like. I'm so glad you got us here. We're on the same page today, friend. Let me say this. Mm. Pitch, how, first of all, the word cunt is very offensive. She knew, Kenya knew that shit when she said it. I have called somebody somebody a cunt before and I meant it as malicious as possible. I was, there's so many other words you could call somebody besides a cunt when you want to disrespect them. When you say cunt, you going to the top of the, the food chain with it. Yeah, them fighting okay? words. Them fighting words, okay? I don't want to be your friend after you call me that. You yeah. dare, And then Tanya checked her ass, and she was like, but you try to be bring drama, to alleged drama to his door. She like, alleged to you. She like, but yeah, it had everything to do with him. It truly had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. You were trying to use it to get at me, but ultimately, you saying my man is cheating and he's trying to bring women home from the club. That's a that's a that's a dig at him. Yeah. That ain't no yeah. dig at me. Yeah. And you mad at the fact that he not feeling you and has the audacity to be like, you know what, babe? If you want to go hang with those women, if you want to be around her, that's cool. You can be cordial, all that. But as for me, as for me and myself, I'm staying the fuck home. And I just don't understand why. Well, I understand because she a goddamn psycho, uh, sociopathic bozo, bimbo bitch. But it just amazes me that Kenya is just like, oh, it's everybody else that is reacting to my my actions. That's the bad guy. Like, girl, you brought that cookie lady, and you both of y'all up here looking the fuck stupid. I'm trying to tell you. Listen, your Which cookies is crumbling, wait. Kenya. That's what Which your I goddamn can't. problem, and you taking I that shit on on everybody us, else. I can't wait for us to get to that. But we might as well. That was oh, we finna get. Well, I'm coming. Yeah. We, we might. We, oh, we coming. We coming. So the day of the <laughs> black man lab, which I'm sorry, like I get it, like it's for a good cause and all that, but that shit sound like some hotel shit. Like every time they say it on the show, I just feel like Umar Johnson gonna come around the corner talking about Kuchio. Thank Bacanti. you, Sister Avante. <laughs> Next time, make it twenty. But I thank mm. you for that ten because I know you barely had it to give. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> thank, thank you for that cash and that coochie. 
for your consciousness. Thank you so much, sister. <laughs> like I just feel like Mark just like also like I I get it, Mark, but you could have picked a better name, bro. That sounds like some hotel shit if well, I ain't ever even, heard. Not even that, just the way that he treats Kenya. And I know Kenya is a liar. Talk about it was so different in the beginning. Because he right. doesn't seem like he's ever interacted with her any differently than he has now. Ever. Like, it doesn't seem like it, the way he talks to her, the way he speaks to her. Um, he was just in it for a check and the connections. And now he's good on her and always has been. Um, and I, and you would be a fool to not have Googled how Kenya behaves. So Mark knows who Kenya is. He yep. gets Ken, but he knows exactly who Kenya is. And and you can um, tell. Because like when tell. she's going full Kenya, as I'm about to get to in a second, he just shuts down. Either he shuts it down or he just shuts down and don't want nothing to do with the shit. Yep. And like you yep. get like he he, you know, he wanted the exposure, like you said, he wanted the connections, you know. You know, as for as much as people shit on Atlanta, it is a city that has good connections, you know, you can, you know. It, it it can be a who's who and you can get get a good link up and shit and mm. he wanted that you know especially you google him like he don't have some businesses that you know bankruptcy some stuff that ain't really shook he trying to get in the right connections maybe rebound on some of his financial assets so it was a big decision for him and now that he done got you know what he needed to get and kenya no longer has any value to him oh, oh also his child which he loved the fuck out of little brooklyn don't get me wrong he don't see no value in kenya no more Cause he ain't got what he wanted, the connect and the exposure, and now she's just an annoyance. I mean, she always been an annoyance, but now he can vocally act on it, and it damn sure showed in this episode. Cause the night of, um, first, first of all, <laughs> first of all, the day of this motherfucker have Kenya go get up at like eight a.m. or some shit, nine a.m. to go pick out his clothes. <laughs> Cause he ain't got his shit together. The whole time she don't presented this motherfucker's wardrobe, he just like, I don't like that. That's ugly. Why did you choose that? I mean, the tie looks good, but why did you? Why did you do that? I thought you were supposed to be a stylist. I told you days ago. Kenya just like can't get a word in edgewise, and like it's honestly <sighs> okay. So bear with me here. It's Kenya, so we really don't give a fuck. But it is on surface very cringy to see how just little of a fuck Mark gives about Kenya, her voice, her opinions, her as a person. Like, if it was anybody else, we would be feeling sad, but because it's Kenya, we don't care. But even still, it's very cringy to watch. But again, I, it's Kenya, so it's like, I mean, you get what you get, girl. And this is what you signed up for. Because you definitely tried to get that man to come on this show so you could stun on the other ladies, and now the clown has come back to bite. Biting hard too. Yeah. Biting hard, the clown, like the clown got but, big teeth. The, listen, <laughs> Bugs Bunny teeth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, just can you imagine just being on TV? Just every sentence your significant other opens, others like every word you just like, no, no, I don't like that. Just constantly talking over her the way that he does. Like, wow, little Brooklyn holding little Brooklyn, mind you. Like, it's cringy, but it's Kenya, so it's like, we don't care, you know? And now, was she always this terrible? Or, because, yes. you know, I don't, yes. I didn't, I didn't used to watch yes. this. 
Because yes. I'm just watching this episode, I'm like, she is a fucking horrible person. Like, yes. <laughs> terrible, Mike. Which is terrible. why she, she got like, booted off before because of her behavior. Twice. Somebody mm. made a really, really, really good point. For as terrible, for as nasty and vile as Kenya is, why it's always a, oh my God, no, Nene, don't, whenever she clap back. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. That's Which we don't get to. Let's. So he finally decides on the tie, and he made a good point when he was like, "Girl, we do not need to be matching." She like, as Mrs. Daly, I need to match you. Yeah. See, shit like that is aggravating to me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I want. You need to present. And it, wasn't, and it talking about this is our event. It wasn't your no, event. It's your, it's you planned. You you was the help. Yeah. This was never <laughs> yeah. your event. Yeah. Yeah. Use you to get it planned. Hey, you were the event planner. You were not. This is not your event that you're co-hosting with Mark. This is his yeah. event that you did all the legwork on. Yo, bad bitch. Now, yeah. Mark is rude as hell. And like you said, if it wasn't Kenya, it would be really cringy because it was super cringy when he walked past Mike and Cynthia to greet other people, though they were standing right there. Mm-hmm. Right. And then turned around real quick, like, oh, hey, how y'all doing? And when he saw them, like, he legit saw them and just walked past and past them. Like, these are supposed to be people that you are trying to, you know, build a friendship with, allegedly. You know, and, like, people that you seem to enjoy and stuff. Hell, wasn't he here at Mike goddamn house or out in California with him and Cynthia? So it's like, you just walk past them and just don't speak, don't acknowledge them or nothing. I couldn't even be mad at Cynthia feeling away because I would, too. Like, imagine your whole ass friend just walk past you. They see you and they just act like you don't exist. I know you got me fucked up. Um, real bad. Real bad. You know what I'm saying? Like, but to your point, Kenya definitely tried to make his event about her and she yeah. ended up playing her damn self. Yes, real bad. And then, Not inviting people not, and shit. Like, me, it ain't even say, your event to. So, <laughs> I will say this. I was really, like we said earlier, um, Eva seems to have a really good husband. His story was heartwarming. I felt like it was something that needed to be said at an yeah. event that targets young Black boys and how so many of them feel unloved, unsupported. Um, him being an orphan and being adopted um, and, and a, a good dad, a good family took him in and helped him to become the man he is today. That story mattered, and it needed to be heard. Um, Kenya. So that event, the way that you responded to Marlo and her nephews was absolutely disgusting. Mm. Don't hear the draft, friend. It was disgusting. Saying that Marlo and her nephews should be even lucky that you allowed them to come and where the fuck is they $750 for being there and if they got to sit in the back from everybody else it is what it is and they should be and the girls is ungrateful and they miserable and they unhappy Mar- let me tell Marlo is a lot of things okay she's trash we drag her quite a bit in mm-hmm. that moment her and her nephews did not deserve the disrespect that you gave. Absolutely not. Period. Period. Because that event was for young black boys like her nephews who are 
in a rough transition period as they've been taken from their mothers and they're now living with their aunt. They don't have their father in their lives. That event was for them. Yep. You should have yep. never thought twice to even charge them to come. And this is why I'm so conflicted about Mark. And I believe that he just truly does not like Kenya because he was so warm and welcoming to Marlo and her nephews. Yeah. He was so glad to have them there. He had a smile on and his face. And she was the only he, one that brought kids. Like, yeah. this was a, an event so that, you know, they can do some more mentoring. They were getting together to see what they was going to do. I would have I expected, like, there to be more kids there. I think Marlo was the only one that had boys. That's what I, yeah, yeah. That's so what I was saying. Sense. So, right. <clears throat> it's just like, she's the only one that got someone who can really benefit from, from this program. event right now. Like, they can and benefit right now. And help get right those now. kids some, some, some black male mentoring, which is needed. Um, yeah. It was so ugly. That yeah. that was, like, that kind of like, almost, that almost took my breath away just because Kenya had a meltdown about Eva not wanting to bring her kids to Kenya's Look, mm, come on, Brooklyn bring it back. Come on, earlier this season. Yeah, um, I didn't even think about just that. Just to yeah. get someone else's children in her presence and be as nasty as she could possibly be, and that yeah. is why nobody wants to bring their kids around the likes of you, Kenya. Because look how you do. Yeah. You were so I nasty to Marlo and them boys, like so nasty. I was just kind of in for shock. no reason. Like, is she for real? Like after you, because after, Mark didn't tell, because Mark didn't thank you for being the maid. Basically, because that's when all this started. Because yeah, they ain't had nothing to do. It with ain't have nothing to do with them kids. This was after Mark made a speech and he didn't thank his his wife for helping him put this all together. She immediately went into a tailspin and took that out on Marlo and her children. Absolutely, and, and that's, that is it's it's mega fuck use for that. Yeah, and I don't give Cynthia too much, but even Cynthia said that, like, she said it, like, you all, you are mad about Mark. You want this love that you allege y'all had in the beginning of y'all relationship. He treats you like shit, doesn't give a fuck about your opinions, really only just care that you brought little Brooklyn into the world, and you mad about that, which, I mean, I get, I mean, I don't care because it's you, but I get, but, but you are doing, you are mad about that. And instead of doing the work to unpack that, maybe you get yourself in therapy. Again, talk space is available, promo code READ. You are taking that out on Marlo. Like, I don't give Marlo much. I don't like Marlo. She trash, as my friend said. But that was an event for those, for her nephew, for those boys. It was an event. After you did all that hooping and hollering, Kenya, about putting your pride to the side and it's for a good cause and let's all be civil and let's all be bigger people at least for one night you couldn't even do that you couldn't even follow your own advice you were so mad that mark didn't acknowledge you and i'll and you know didn't thank you for being the help you know because i ain't up listen i ain't <laughs> it's gonna be real fucked up but i'm gonna say it anyway i ain't never known a slave master to praise his slave listen. i mean i'm just saying can you like you knew what this time you knew what type of man this was 
when you got with him. Again, you tried to get this man because, you know, he light skin, he got a little curly hair, got a little bit of corn. You tried to get with this man so you come back and stun on the girls because you do seem to enjoy being a wife, being a missus, being, you know, a, a, a wife to a man. You do seem to enjoy that stuff. You and Portia got that in common. But while Portia can be a bozo, and she, we definitely have dragged her when she's being the fuck stupid, the thing about Portia is, for the most part, she has a kindred and woman spirit. You don't have that, Kenya. You have been a butt goddamn bitch on this show to everybody since your inception on here, and you getting what you, you reaping what you sow in the form of a man, and you can't take it. And instead of taking that that pain and doing some work, going to therapy, unpacking, you unloading it on on other people, and that's not fair to anybody. Not even to your goddamn self. But you're so much of a bozo that you don't realize that. Because that was super fucking ugly. I, and on, you did all that carrying on just for Mark to say while cameras are rolling that he hate being married. Hmm. Ooh, I'm glad you finally here. And he said everybody know that. I'm, I'm glad. I was waiting on you to get here because I had in my notes, Mark saying at that fundraiser on camera that he hates being married and everybody knows it. He been telling everybody. Blew my mind. That means he have been telling people he don't feel like he don't want to be married to Kenya since he married her. Right. Like that's some hell of a shit to say while the cameras are still rolling. Then like then that's a different level of disdain and disgust for somebody to say on camera, I hate being married to him and everybody fucking knows it. Why y'all playing like y'all don't? Right. Like, I hate it here. Like, he literally was like, I hate it here. And y'all know it. He was like, I hate it here. I want to go home. Yeah, I want to go home. And then <laughs> what do we get? to a bitch I like. Right. And then, I mean, we saw this in real time. But what do we get in this episode? The next day, they filing for divorce. And they mm-hmm. announced their divorce separately. And this is the episode prior to all the ladies getting together to go to Greece minus Eva because she's on bed rest and she can't travel. Um... But Candy is saying, hey, let's not bring up the divorce. And my girl Nene, who is good and petty, said, well, Kenya should have thought should have thought twice before parading the cookie lady in front of Tanya's face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Like that you brought- was scalding hot, and I was here for it. And I don't Same. agree with Nene on a lot, because I do think she is one of the older girls who should not be as messy as she is at this point in the franchise. Right. However. She had a point. Kenya spent the whole season thus far throwing that cookie lady in Tanya's face, bringing her to lunch, keeping shit going, running, telling that, and you was not sweeping around your own back door and your kitchen was filthy. Your shit was disgusting, Kenya. Your shit fucked up. You've been miserable all season long. And projecting on everybody else. that nigga don't like you. And you knew he didn't like you and he didn't want to be married to you and you kept trying to stay married. But what? Yeah. What is it with you bitches being married to people that don't like you? Listen, you trying to be intimate. You trying to be cute. Talking mm-hmm. like, who she going to marry that's going to like her? Nobody. Well, she, well. she can get a fuck buddy. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just asking. She ain't, the, she ain't the greatest of personalities. Yeah, that's true. At all. You know. Pretty, but she ain't the greatest of personalities. Points have been made. Points were, so it's like were maybe, made. Maybe, yeah. maybe she had to get with somebody who ain't like her because ain't nobody like her ass. Yeah, it was a business deal, you know. Mark got exposure, and, and Kenya, you know, got somebody that she can flaunt in that, like, you know, she above everybody. Wish she was gonna do that anyway, because that's just how she is. But she definitely one of those women that, like, 
if she has a man, she feels like she better than any everybody, even more so than she already do. And it's just amazing and funny, but also sad, but more so funny because it's her that he is just being Mark is being to Kenya what Kenya has been to everybody else since she's been on Real Housewives. Yes, Mark Daly is the trash that Kenya deserves. Yeah, I saw you tweet that and I could not agree more. When you start shit, sometimes it end up on your face. Come on, Mike. (laughs) Come on, Ben. Poise. Gems. Wisdom. Come on with that manga wisdom. Come on. Come on, give it up. Listen, listen, listen. Come on, Jariah. (laughs) Come on, Sage. She's got everything she's deserving. I saw the preview for tonight's episode where she where Nene basically slugged her goddamn wig off and was like, and bitch, that's why you on your way to being divorced now. Mm-hmm. You spent the whole season throwing your marriage up in people's face, reminding Tanya how she a fiance and you a wife, and she should, wouldn't know the difference because she's not married just for you to be heading on the divorce after being married for two years. You was with to- Mark for three years, been married for two, headed for divorce. To a nigga that don't like you and never has liked you. To a nigga that who, don't even who, not- who according to rumors tr- cheated on you throughout your whole relationship. Mm. He had got a whole nother family and had a whole nother baby on you and all kind of shit. I don't know what's true and what's not because I don't really care to sort through it. Because like I said, Kenya is getting the energy back that she has constantly put out um, over the years. She took some jabs at Portia earlier in the Cordell, season, the North remembers. Cordell, and she took some jabs with what Portia was going through with Dennis earlier this yeah. season. She had a lot she to even say. Shit with Cynthia, her, her even with Cynthia, her goddamn friend. Yes, give, listen, Cynthia, bitch, I know you stupid. One, I'm not ever forgetting them grapes, them frozen grapes she put in that glass of wine. Never. Two, you asking Kenya for relationship advice? Girl. Mm. Of all Leave the people the you could alone. ask, hell, I, hell, I would, I would much rather you ask goddamn Portia for the relationship advice, and that's saying something before you ask a motherfucking Kenya. Listen, I will, I will pass. I am. I would eat a jean jacket before I goddamn ask Kenya for anything. Somebody <laughs> made a good point. Somebody said I will sweep the ocean floor before I ask Kenya for relationship God advice. <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> the ocean floor. Jeez. We don't even know what's down there. Like, God, you got to find the floor first. Okay, right? Yeah, if you fuck around and sweep, you might find some goddamn undersea volcanoes and shit. God damn, can you? Listen. Mm. But I am here for the mess, like you said, tonight's episode will um, air and we'll see because Kenya definitely gave that look when Nene uh, asked that question. So, so how are you dealing with the divorce that we said we weren't going to bring up, but I'm going to bring it up because I'm petty. And can you had that look on her face like, I can't say, I want to say something, but I can't. So I'm here for the negativity because it's what Kenya deserve. Like imagine your whole ass husband not acknowledging, because I mean, in fairness, she did look good at the event, but imagine your whole ass husband not even acknowledging that, but also saying, I don't even like being married to your ass. Listen, so, and that everybody knows it. Mm, Like this motherfucker got just got the tabloids, like read all about it. I don't like being married to my wife. (laughs) <laughs> and y'all know it mm. and that that was it for Real Housewives that was it for all of the shows this week look out for the poll um, about which shows you think we 
you would like for us to add to our lineups. Um, trying to get some new blood, new blood. Yeah, you know, trying to get some new blood, keep things fresh. Yeah, because we don't want to look at season side two forever. No, no. We'll lack we'll side shape well. two. Side yeah. gap. Yeah, we definitely don't want to see Teddy in no girdle for the next several seasons. <laughs> Looking like that one nigga from that uh that one nigga from the episode of Girlfriends. Listen, smoothed out, looking like William. Hey, Teddy mm-hmm. really don't got no job now. He had a position in the title before he was getting paid for. Now he just in the shop getting paid. He just there his position jokes. is the couch. <laughs> he there to crack a jokes. Couch on a couch. <laughs> the couch on the couch. The couch on the couch. <laughs> oh, that's a couch couch. Yeah, <laughs> the couch is couch. Couch squared. <laughs> <laughs> Dose couch. <laughs> Dose couch. <laughs> you know what that's we, it. <laughs> we finna get up out of here. Look forward for Manga X Manga this week. All new Crown and Collars, Ratchet Reloaded, um, Mystic Moments. Uh, thank you. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, yeah. Anything else? Nah, that's it. All right. I ain't got nothing. <laughs>